Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Welcome back to another episode of the Proper Lookout Podcast. You are joined by Helen Huang and Rehab Abdul Rahman, both from the statutory insurance team. Hi, everyone. Hi. So in today's podcast, Rehab and I will be discussing the impact of Section 3.35 of the Motor Accident Injuries Act and Section 151 capital A, subsection 5 of the Workers' Compensation Act on Liability. As a way of background, Section 3.35 of the Motor Accidents Injuries Act states that no statutory benefits are payable if workers' compensation arises and if it's payable. This means that an injured person cannot receive weekly wage payments or treatment benefits in a CTP claim if the injured person has made a successful claim for workers' compensation. A claim for workers' compensation is considered to have been successful if a liability for any workers' compensation has been accepted by the insurer for the claim under the Workers' Compensation Act 1987. Now, if a person has lodged a CTP claim and a workers' compensation claim for the same accident, the person must inform both insurers of that fact unless the insurers would already be aware of both claims having been made. Insurers under this Act, which is the Motor Accident Injuries Act and the Workers' Compensation Act 1987, will then exchange information for the purposes of facilitating the proper operation of management of the claim. So that would include treating records, treatment requests, pay slips, any economic loss documents. What usually happens is a CTP insurer will issue a liability notice in respect to the statutory benefits claim, denying liability to pay statutory benefits for the first 26 weeks and after 26 weeks because the claimant has a workers' compensation claim for statutory benefits and as such there is no cover under the Motor Accident Injuries Act 2017. So what happens when the claimant lodges a common law damages claim? If the claimant is eligible to lodge a common law damages claim and continues to receive weekly benefits by the workers' compensation insurer, any payments paid pursuant to weekly benefits by the workers' compensation insurer and any lump sum payments under Section 66 and Section 67 of the Workers' Compensation Act by the workers' compensation insurer, they will be reimbursed under Section 151Z as a recovery from the CTP insurer to the workers' compensation insurer. So, What happens when the common law damages claim finalises? What happens to the claimant's entitlement to ongoing treatment and care? 
Rehab, could you please explain to us the impact of Section 151, Capital A, Subsection 5 of the Workers' Compensation Act on liability for the claimant's statutory benefits claim under the CTP insurer? Thank you, Helen. Now, Section 151A, Subsection 5 of the Workers' Compensation Act states that if a person recovers murder accident damages, the person ceases to be entitled to any further compensation from the workers' compensation insurer. So this means that should parties resolve the claimant's CTP common law damages claim, the claimant's entitlement to ongoing workers' compensation benefits would cease. Section 3.35 subsection A of the Murder Accident Injuries Act acts as a bridge-back mechanism so the injured claimants can continue to receive lifelong treatment through the murder accident scheme. This was inserted into the Act and came into effect on 26 October 2018. It states the following. Nothing in this section affects the entitlement of an injured person to statutory benefits for treatment and care under Division 3.4 in respect of an injury if compensation under Division 3 of the Workers' Compensation Act previously payable in respect of the injury has ceased to be payable. The relevant insurer is not entitled to refuse payment of the statutory benefits on the grounds that workers' compensation was previously payable under that division. So this means that a CTP insurer cannot refuse payment of ongoing statutory benefits due to prior payments made by the workers' compensation claim. In a scenario where liability has been admitted in regard to the CTP statutory benefits claim, the insurer is required to continue with ongoing statutory benefits payments relating to treatment and care following the settlement of a CTP common or claim. With reference to Section 3.35, Subsection 8 of the Murder Accident Injuries Act, it is important to note that an insurer cannot seize ongoing statutory benefits payments on the ground that the workers' compensation insurer has seized all payments. Similarly, if liability has been denied in regard to the CPP statutory benefits claim due to a concurrent workers' compensation claim, the insurer cannot seize ongoing statutory benefit payments on the ground that the workers' compensation insurer has seized all payments unless there is no evidence to confirm that the claim requires any form of future treatment and care. In other words, yes, the claimant can continue to receive weekly benefits for treatment and care by the CCP insurer after they have resolved the common law damages claim only if the treatment and care are reasonable and necessary. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for our next podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.